Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Toxic Delight podcast series. This is Mandy, and I'm so glad you're here. So this is like a sequel of the last episode, in which we interviewed two of my friends to hear from their perspectives and journey. And this episode, we're gonna do the same thing. Today, I'm interviewing Abel and Cubis, both of which have avoided sugar for several years, which is really impressive. So yeah, I'm gonna read out their responses and hope you can learn a lot. Let's get right into it. So the first question: Why did you decide to go no sugar? Kula said, "I wanted to try it out for myself and see if I could do it." And Abel said, "There are a few reasons why I stopped taking sugar. One of the main being my acne. There was a time when I had an outburst of pimple on my face, and the doctor stated that one of the possible reasons was due to the constant consumption of artificial sugar. Hearing this, I had another reason to stop myself from taking sugar. Before this, I was already planning to stop because of my lifestyle." I am much more inactive and lazy than I am active. Being aware of this, I thought that if I'm not gonna exercise to stay healthy, I might as well not eat that much unhealthy foods. The next question was, "Do you like sugar? Why or why not?" Kula said, "Yes, of course I love sugar. I love all types of desserts." And Abel said, "I used to like sugar a lot. There were even times when I ate so much sugar that I got sick of it, but went back to eating sugar products soon after." However, after stopping for a while, I have come to not liking sugar quite a bit. Whenever I think about taking in something sweet, I am reminded that disgusting feeling I feel when I had too much sugar. The next question was: Is it hard for you? If so, how do you stay motivated and disciplined? For Kulis, he said that it's really hard for me for the first month, but after that, it was relatively easy to resist it, unless it is a dessert that I really liked. Abel said, "It's not actually that hard, honestly. Of course, there are times when I do crave some sugar, but once I think about it, I become conscious of how sweet whatever is offered or is an option at the moment, and become afraid. Since I haven't had anything sweet in a while, I know that my tolerance for sugar has dulled. So I'm scared that something that isn't even that sweet will feel too sweet to me, and I will feel disgusted." I stay disciplined by saying no immediately most of the times when something is offered, and make sure that I stick to whatever I have chosen in the beginning. That way, even if I change my mind, I will have already rejected the offer, making it harder to ask for it again. This is such amazing advice because it's so easy for ourselves to slip whenever given the opportunity. For the question about the amount of time and whether or not it has been continuous. Kilis said, "I started around the beginning of freshman year, and it was continuous all throughout high school until recently, where I may have had a couple of cheat days since it's senior year, and I want to enjoy myself." Abel said, "I started this about two to three years ago, and it's mostly continuous. Anytime I can't control my cravings, I make sure that whatever I'm getting will have the least amount of sugar possible." Bubble tea, for example, I will only order something where the sugar level can be controlled. And make sure that it is the lowest amount of sugar possible, while still having some sugar in it. The next question was, what to you counts as sugar? Is it just desserts, or do fruits and pasta sauce count as well? Kila said, I won't eat any sort of processed sugar. I will only eat natural sugar like fruits. Abel said, I mostly count products that capitalize on the sweetness that they can bring, such as desserts, candy, most drinks, etc. 
Probably not pasta sauce, but certain dishes that use quite a bit of sugar as well. However, I do sometimes count fruits when I feel that they are too sweet. And then in response to what his typical meal looks like, Kila said, At the beginning, I used to blend fruits and veggies every night for a drink. I will eat lots of proteins and veggies. Abel said, For breakfast, sandwich made of whole wheat bread spread with non-preservative added jam and no sugar added peanut butter, a banana, and milo, which is where my sugar for the day comes from. For lunch, brown rice, some meat dish, and some veggies. And for dinner, brown rice and another meat dish. The next question was, do you order things in fast food restaurants? If so, what? And Kulis said, no, I never go to any sort of fast food restaurant during the sugar diet as everything in them was processed and unhealthy. Abel said, the few times I go to a fast food restaurant, I usually order something that focuses on meat and then just have water. And then the next question is, does your family member or friends do it too? Kula said, some of my friends have tried, but they all failed. And Abel said, my mom does it, kinda. She has cravings for sugar more often than I do, and I usually stop her. I only know one friend who is actually doing it well, which is Kula's. And then I asked what other dietary restrictions they follow, and Kula said, I do not eat processed food or fast food. For Abel, he said that I don't really have any other restriction unless you count me not being able to eat most seafoods. The second to last question is, do you think it makes a difference in your everyday life? If so, how? Kula said, I felt like my physical body got a lot better as I kept a healthy diet and an active lifestyle. Abel said, yes, my acne has gone down quite a lot and I'm not as fat as I was before. And then finally, the last question is, any tips for a sweet tooth? And Kula said that if you make it past a month, it becomes much easier. And Abel said, since the MCO is in place right now anyways, Make sure to tell whoever goes out to buy the necessities to not buy any sugar-focused products no matter what. It's probably gonna be hard if that person has had sugar almost every day, but after a while, maybe a month or so, depending on the person, their need or want for sugar will have diminished, but it won't fully disappear. So it's up to the person to actually follow through with what they have been doing to control themselves, otherwise nothing will change. I'm really thankful for these thoughtful answers and as you can see, these guys have some insane motivation and discipline that is won through hard work. I really respect their stories and perspectives and their advice are really helpful as well. To combine the takeaways from this episode and last episode, I think that cutting down sugar really makes a difference in terms of feeling energized and active and more productive. If you are seeking to cut down your intake on sugar, as Kula said, after the initial period, it will be easier. And like Abel said, it won't disappear. But that's okay, because the point is to reduce our dependence on sugar. And by sticking through our goals and always rising up from some minor setbacks, things will change and favorable results won't ever fail us. Anyways, I hope you guys learned a lot from these amazing people and their answers, because I definitely did. Thank you for making it through this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and I hope you will continue sticking with me through this journey as we tackle the sweet, pure, toxic, and simple delight. Stay tuned and I'll see you next episode. Bye!